everyone, Chatty Cathy's. Welcome to Mini Gabs. My name is Natalie. I'm Keena. And we have our special guest. David. I can't see you. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, David is from the Ozarks, like me. Yay! And we're distantly related. <laughs> yes. Yes, that was a very sobering Christmas. Yeah. So, fun fact, we met at a bar. And it was, like, the day that I was moving to Central Arkansas. And I was like, all right. So they, like, bought us beers and stuff. And then I found out that we were related. He called me on Christmas. And I was like, hey, is your dad named whatever? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, my mom's never cousins. And he's like, god fucking damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Real talk. Real talk. <laughs> So, yeah, small towns, you know, you got to be sure that you're not hitting on your cousins. <laughs> well, it happens. The fu- yeah, because I'd never even heard your last name, which is weird. I know, even, right? Even weirder in a small town. It's true. <laughs> so, anyway, we've been friends since, and, uh, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, it was. I think it was like 2006. God, Four. yeah. Yeah. Old. We are, we are so oh. old. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I'm so glad you guys get to meet David. He's one of my best friends, and uh, I'll get all mushy. So, when my dad died, David dropped everything, drove, like, three and a half hours to pick me up so I didn't have to drive because I was in no condition to drive because it was such a sudden, horrible thing. So, real friend, David. Real friend. <laughs> Don't let him know I'm a nice guy. I know, and then I, like, cried. I cried for, like, three and a half hours on the way back, too. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it, was, it was awkward. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, life. I was going to do his cult, and then I was like, ah, I just can't do it. Yeah. There's good cults and bad cults. Actually, I just couldn't find enough information on it. Nobody could agree what it was actually called. <laughs> I didn't know that your dad was in a cult, so. It was during that five years we didn't talk at all. He joined right. a cult because he married the cult leader's ex-wife. And mm. I've heard they're called the Rainbow People or something in the Ozark. I don't know. I couldn't find anything on them. Oh, okay. So that's not the Purple People, then. No, not the Purple People. No, they, like, dance naked <laughs> at the Buffalo every year or something. <laughs> I can't help but think of the Purple People Eaters. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they call themselves the Purple People. They're, like, a cult around Harrison, Arkansas. They're, and they sell, oh. like, rock deodorant. <laughs> Yeah, they're like a legit commune. My buddy mm-hmm. was a investigator for the Marion County Police, and he had to go out there one time. And first of all, the leader made him reference him as the reverend the whole time. Oh, nice. And then, <laughs> natural choice. But basically, yeah, this, this girl had actually joined the commune, like voluntarily went there until she found out that she had to do commune shit when she gets there, got there. <laughs> and, then like, and so she wanted to leave. They wouldn't let her leave. So she voluntarily went and joins a cult. And then she's like, oh, this is actually a cult. And she wants to leave. And then she had to, like, sneak out a window and all this stuff. It was, yeah. That's a whole situation. You want to go first with your little, your your discovery this week? My discovery is short and sweet. Just because I want to focus on David. I know all the (laughs) fun, juicy facts about him. His eyeballs got so big. (laughs) I was not looking, and I wish I'd seen that. So I just sent an image in the chat to our Skype, and it's just really cool. It's Dominic Calgi, however you pronounce his last name. 
of New York owned a car with a license plate 5V1732, which spelled out the exact date of his death. What? That was super cool and neat. I, I had to admit, I did not look up anything about this. I just saw it right before we started recording. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm, I'm dropping everything. We're doing this. I'm talking about that. Jesus, <laughs> that's insane. I just thought that was really crazy and weird. And I just wanted to show that, share that what, with you. What are the chances? Do you think the DMV lady knew? Like, <laughs> <laughs> witchcraft. The DMVs yeah. are oracles. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> So, I mean, I I know that's all I wanted to share, but I just wanted to let y'all know on that. I just thought it was so crazy. And I just think about my license plate. I don't, I don't even think I have numbers that I can't work with mine. I don't even remember what mine is. I take a picture of it. (laughs) (laughs) I know I have a picture of mine and Zeke's and I'm like, how are people, I have to remember so many goddamn numbers. Like why add anymore? I don't, I just don't. No, thanks. I just know the letters of mine. There's three numbers and three letters. I know the last of them, but I bought mm-hmm. a new truck and I can track my my truck from my phone. So eh. if you're going to steal one, <laughs> steal them both because it's really <laughs> easy to find you. Yeah, my last one was like FOD and I was like, oh, it's like food. But this new one's not, so I don't remember it. That's how you get my attention. Food <laughs> acronyms. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, well, my story since it is about to be 2020. This is prohibition cocktails and the meaning behind them. <laughs> That's when all the best booze really came because it was illegal. And everybody got the good shit. So I hadn't heard of a lot of these. I mean, I've had them, but I didn't know what they were. So here we go. Number one is a gin Ricky. Have you ever had one of those? I've never had one of those. No. Never even heard of one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's a chilled cocktail, and it's gin, lime juice, and seltzer. Okay, the shift to gin in the 1920s is believed to have occurred because bathtub gin was more available, (laughs) and it required no aging. So there's that. And then, so Scott Fitzgerald was a big fan of the Ricky, and he referenced it in a pivotal scene of The Great Gatsby, and then it made it super popular during the Prohibition. So this cocktail dates back to the 1880s. When bartender George A. Williamson made it a special for Colonel Joe Rickey. Wasn't that one of your fun facts one time? That Jen was supposed to cure something? Sounds uh, like something I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a goal. Cured sobriety for me a couple of times. <laughs> okay, the number two is French 75, which I've never heard of that either. It's named for the powerful French 75 millimeter field gun. This champagne-based cocktail was a 1915 invention of Harry McElone. I'm sorry, who makes gin, champagne, lemon juice, and two dashes of simple syrup for patrons of a New York bar in Paris. And it's named for its kick. The French 75 became a popular stateside cocktail when it included Savvy Cocktail Book of 1930. The next one is a sidecar, which I think I have had. It sounds familiar. So it's a classic cocktail. Earliest editions of this is in 1922 in a book called ABCs of Mixing Cocktails. The recipe includes cognac, triple sec, and lemon juice. And it cited Pat McGarry, a bartender in London's Buck Club, as the sidecar's originator. Okay, there's one called the Bee's Knees, which 
you know, that's a fun, that's a fun phrase. It's a bathtub gin-based cocktail. What's with the bathtub shit? Good <laughs> this is prohibition. You can't have liquor. It came from prohibition. And it, <laughs> it's a sweet treat. Rather than straight up sugar, this cocktail combines gin with honey, lemon juice, and orange juice. This bevy is buzzing up a comeback. Who wrote this? <laughs> Probably the same who that wrote the last article you read. <laughs> uh, this one's fun. It's called The Corpse Reviver. I have also not had this before. I feel like I need to just because the name. It says, His name is horrific, but that's because the cocktail family's motto is cheers to the hair of the dog that bit you. The Corpse Reviver made of cognac, brandy, and sweet vermouth. And its sister, Corpse River Number 2, made a gin, lemon juice, triple sec, Liliet? What is Liliet? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and then I only know abs- rum and coke. <laughs> <laughs> and then absinthe. I know what absinthe is. It was meant to be a hangover cure. They'd revive your corpse, you see. Oh, I see. Okay. They essentially were seen as medicinal in the early days and believed to reach far back as the 1860s. The corpse survivors cemented their place in Prohibition era by being cataloged in the 1930s Savvy Cocktail Handbook. Like, that's your hangover cure? Absinthe? Who the fuck are these people? What are they drinking? What are they hangover? people think that, though. Like, when they wake up, they, to take away the hangover, they just keep drinking. A lot of alcoholics do that. Well, aren't hangovers caused, it's basically your body's going through withdrawals. So, whenever you drink something, it cures that part of it. Yeah. Okay, the last one's called the Hanky Panky. <laughs> Equal parts gin and sweet vermouth with two dashes of Fairnet Branca. That What's a dash? <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> What's a dash? We just drink it all. It sure. says this saucy cocktail was created from mixology master Ada Coleman, a well-regarded bartender at the Hotel Savvy in London. Upon her retirement, oh, it's a girl. Upon her retirement in 1925, the Daily Express wrote that this booze-singing broad, quote, Coley is known to thousands of men all over the world, Britons who are now roughing it in various parts of the empire, Americans who think of her every time they remember their own country's dryness. The Hanky Panky is her biggest claim to fame, created to appease the thirst of celebrated but exhausted actor Sir Charles Hawtrey. Coleman says the name came from Hawtrey's exclamation on taking his first sip. By Jove, this is a real hanky panky. So that's how I describe everything. <laughs> By Jove. So you know, yay, prohibition's over. Hell yeah. Day before my birthday, I should add. So extra amazing. Two reasons to celebrate. Yeah. Isn't that your mom's birthday? December. 4th? Mom's is, yeah. Yeah. Prohibition ended. Woo. I'm sure that's exactly where my grandma planned that. <laughs> it's like kids that are born around Christmas. You only have to buy one gift. You know what I mean? Mm, that's unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> are you a Christmas baby? Well, we're, we're both, both in December. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't. It does. <laughs> yeah, I have plenty of people who are like, oh, here you go. And it's Birthmas. That's what I always call it. It's Birthmas. Yeah. Right, fair. And um, and I, granted, I always feel bad for people to give me two gifts. So I'm like, I'm like, just one is fine. And and 
and whatever. So see that. See that's a sucker's move. That's a sucker's move. You never. I know. <laughs> well, no. What happens is these people also work in a library, and I know what they make. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's the same as I do. I know they're both. They're all poor, like myself. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. Okay. Now for some questions. Hi, David. Hello. <laughs> so tell tell our listeners who you are. Why are you here? Where are you from? What's your social security number? Uh, uh, my name is David Huddleston. I am an Aquarius. Uh, <laughs> Very important. I, I, I'm from North Central Arkansas. I'm an insurance agent. Actually, been an insurance agent for the last 12 years. I am here because Keena asked me to be here. Uh, actually, <laughs> actually, I think it's more because I hound, hounded Keena to have me on her podcast. And so it's Even kind more of a, of a sucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, but yeah, I'm not married. I don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, So I'm just wasting these genetics, you know, like I said. <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, these ladies, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> I make good money. Let's just point. We'll point that out. I'm I make good money, so I'm a real sucker for traveling. So that's that's a big thing for me. That's about it. That's really my only vice, other than I lift weights and I travel a lot. That's about it. Right. Where do you like to travel to? Well, I've been to Brazil a handful of times because I have friends that live down there. So just anywhere that I haven't been, Europe is on the top of my agenda now. I think I actually kind of want to live in Rome for a summer. I don't know why Rome out of everywhere, but this year alone. So I started, I went to Hawaii this year. I've been to New York City, Washington State, New Orleans, and Ohio, obviously, because my mom and sister live here. I think that's it. And then I'm supposed <laughs> to go to Colorado in January. So traveling is like my my thing. That's that's my jam. That's what I like to do. Is this for all for fun or is this for work at all? Like, oh, how yeah. do you afford this? <laughs> It's just for fun, honestly. Okay. Uh, like I said, how do I afford it? I don't have kids. <laughs> um, True. And, I, know, I think oh, I just right. need to become an insurance agent. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good gig. I've done it for a while, so I have a pretty good book of business going. So, you know, other than that, I mean, it's pretty much it. I live in a super small town, so there's nothing to do. That's part of why I travel so much. It's like you got to go other places to do anything. I definitely understand that coming from the nope. middle of nowhere <laughs> at least little rock has an airport now so you know you yes. have, you're you're close to an airport i'm two hours from any airport worth any size and then three hours from you know anything yeah no i was just thinking from where when i growing up the closest town i mean mina was the biggest town of little small places and mina only has six to seven thousand people and then if you want to actually go shopping you have to drive an hour and a half to Everything's an hour and a half to two hours. Fort Smith, yeah. Hot Springs, and, right. and then Little Rock's three. And so I'm happy to be in Little Rock because I am the vegetarian. And, uh, <laughs> and there are now <laughs> restaurants that I can eat more than two things. And, yeah. and it's not a salad, thank God. I'm a horrible vegetarian. I don't like salad that much. <laughs> Actually, I ate at a pretty good Mexican place in Little Rock the other day. It was called Heights Taco. That place yeah, is pretty good. good. Have you been to North Bar yet? They have some really great vegetarian food. Are you talking to me? Yes. I was about to say. We went together, Kina. We have a picture. Oh, yeah. 
That's why I'm like, are you talking to me? Like, literally right before you moved, like, when you came to visit, <laughs> was <What>? Stacy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. Okay. I've been, at, Terrible. I've been awake since 2.30 this morning. <laughs> I cannot be responsible for anything I say. And now I'm tired and drunk. So, yay. It's going to be a fun combo. Are you musical? Are you... Do you write? Do you read? I know you do your weightlifting. Do you watch a lot of movies? What uh, do you like I'm, big in, I'm big into sports. I I don't want to brag, but I call myself the least interesting man in the world. And so... That's a hell of a I, brag. I like it. So, I mean, I don't do anything. I, I lift weights. I work. I travel. And I'll watch... I watch a lot of sports. If I'm watching TV, I'm watching sports. I'm big into like baseball and then MMA fighting. So UFC okay. type That's stuff. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, so I used to love going to the softball World Series in Oklahoma City. I used to go there almost every year. I thought you said you had a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I do now. This was before. Oh, okay. Okay, because I, I know that the guys don't hang out at the softball games very often. <laughs> You also volunteered a lot at, oh, shit, I, what are they called? Well, I was the director of the youth center in Cotter for five years. And That's then, Yeah. So <laughs> I did that for five years, and then I gave that up last summer. And so oh. I'm still involved. I still help with, like, fundraising and stuff, but I don't have to do the day-to-day operations anymore. Okay. Yeah. So that's a thing so, that you do. Youth so center. That's eight ladies. You volunteered <laughs> at a youth center. I am charitable, yes. Uh, Wait, do you have a girlfriend right now? I can't keep up. Uh, as of about four days ago, no. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah. So no. <laughs> okay, I'll keep pimping you out then. <laughs> I, I just I'm like lady. I just saw a T-shirt the other day, and it said something along the lines of harvesting a relationship until a girl's ready to go to their forever home, and that's me. And so it's like harvesting that's a relationship, like... like you're building them up. <laughs> this sounds like some murdering pod people shit, like from aliens or something. We are we are talking about cults, is all I'm saying. It's true. It's true. We are on the cults. The cults Harvesting are happening. God damn. <sighs> Harvesting's not the right word, but you know. Well, it yeah, it's mainly that word of like harvesting. How old well, are you, David? How old am I? I am 36. Okay. So yeah, I'll be 37 next month. Okay. Yeah. So. I got like one foot in the grave and one on a banana peel kind of deal. <laughs> you know, I've never seen someone slip on a banana peel in real life. Why is that a thing? Because <laughs> one person you? in the history of ever did it, and they're like, yeah. "It's a thing." <laughs> this, like this is a thing now, and it's just forever. <laughs> what else can we ask you? So, are you like a history buff? Why are you here? <laughs> he likes cults. <laughs> Actually, I do like cold. Or is it to um, be pimped out? <laughs> it's a combination of both. Um, it's it's a beautiful blending. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm sick. I'm sorry. I know. It's funny. I'm oh, just playing. I have a and whole respiratory sinus thing happening, so I'm going to be wheezing a lot. I'm sorry. I'll cut it out. No, so over no, Add cut this more out. to it. Make it. No, add, add the wheeze. Add more wheezes. Make it. Uh, Auto-tuned. All right, sorry, David. Go on. <laughs> anyway, well, I actually have had a weird infatuation with, like, bad guys in history. 
And not okay. because, like, I look up to them, but I've always kind of wondered what makes them tick. Like, I'm big into watching things, because generally, I like watching documentaries about Hitler and things like that. And then, did you get to see that miniseries, Waco? Yeah, I have it, but I want to. Yes, watch it. So, when I was, I guess, I'm trying to remember what Waco was, but anyway, so I was a little kid, and I was just old enough, like, I was watching TV, and I remember seeing it, and I wasn't really old enough to understand it, but I remembered it happening. And so I kind of studied up on that. And then when I actually came down to Texas earlier this year and I saw you, I had actually went out to where the Branch Davidians were. When oh, I was down really? There. And so, yeah. So I went to their whole thing and it's creepy. There's a church out there and like the whole grounds you can walk around and there's still people. I mean, they basically still worship David Gresh, basically. Like he was. Yeah. So it's a it's an interesting. Wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. We mentioned earlier that where we're from, there's several religious communes. There's one in Henderson. There's one in Harrison. There's one close to Mountain Home. There's just like, it's a lot. <laughs> like, I was just going like, 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 all H towns. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, right? Her- now that you say in that. Harrison, <laughs> in Harrison, you got the KKK. Well, out in Zinc anyway. So, oh, like, yeah. well, I mean, yeah. Not really a cult, kind of a cult, whatever. Kind uh, of, bet. yeah, it definitely, uh, it qualifies. I did research today. It actually qualifies as a cult, which is why they, nobody wanted to be my friend when I moved to Little Rock. When I first told them that I was from Mountain Home, they're like, oh, you're close to Harrison. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not one of those. So I refused to tell people where I was from until they liked me. And then I told them where I was from. And they're like, oh, okay, you're cool. A lot of stigma up there. <laughs> and they say Mountain Home doesn't have anything. <laughs> Any more questions? What else can we... I already know everything about David, so you ask questions. <laughs> so I, I know the know important him. stuff that you travel, apparently make money, being insurance, <laughs> and are an Aquarius. Hmm. Yeah. Of, of your travels, what's been your favorite place? Brazil, hands down. That's why I go so many times. Obviously, I have friends down there, but just culturally... It's so, I don't know, it's interesting. Aside from, you know, all the, just being dangerous being down there. Because where it's it's really dangerous because people are really poor. And typically where there are really poor people, there's going to be a lot of robberies and stuff like that. But, like, most, most of the people, I remember going down there the first time in 2001. And that's what I took away from my very first trip was these people, up here we think of poor people, but the poor people have. TV, they have a car, they have a cell phone, they have whatever. They just might not have as much as other people. Whereas down there, I mean, there were people who were barefoot. The kid might have a soccer ball. Like, they didn't have shit. And they mm-hmm. were so happy. And I loved it. That's what I loved about it. It was just the whole culture of it. They're very, yeah. very happy people. That sounds amazing. And I'm the whitest guy in the country. So just <laughs> know that. Like, I stick out like a sore thumb. Oh, yeah, you're probably, like, the wisest guy of this country, too. Just kidding. It's pretty close. I think we could probably compete. I'm pretty pale. (laughs) You got the good lighting going right now, though. Are you talking about me? No, Natalie's got the, like, low lighting. It's making her look very tan. Yeah, she's got the ambiance going. (laughs) Yeah, my overhead lamp makes me look like I'm glowing. I'm radioactive. No, no, more like holy. Just like, oh, oh angelic yes 
<laughs> you know we're the fucking demons. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, a few episodes ago, something popped in here, and I was like, oh, fuck, it's a ghost. And she's like, you're making this up. And I'm like, I didn't do it. So I think I found out what it was. I have a pile of stain, like cans of stain. I think one of those popped. Okay. So, Mystery think- somewhat solved. I like it. I don't know. I don't know why it popped, but I guess temperature changes. Fucking Texas. See, you haven't been as haunted as I have. My sister's haunted. I mean, haunted, haunted. How and so? We've... <laughs> this is a whole other <laughs> podcast. Just know this. <laughs> but, well, it started, I guess we were, I would have been second or third grade. We got home from school one day and her alarm clock was in the middle of, like, you could hear it playing music in the middle of her mm-hmm. bed. And then she threw back the covers and it just shut off. And it wasn't even plugged in. So that was the first. Same house. I'm playing Nintendo. Original Nintendo because I'm old as fuck. But anyway. So I'm playing Nintendo. Mom was making dinner. And then her and Jennifer, like she had turned dinner off to like sit for a second. And her and my sister were talking back in her room. And she comes back out. And she's like, David, why why'd you turn this back on? And I was like, I didn't turn anything on. I'm just playing video games. And so the stove had come back on. And, like, whatever was cooking, it was some kind of beans, like a side dish. And it had, like, cooked long enough, it was burnt to the thing. Like, there was no saving the container. That's some Zool shit. No (laughs) Oh. There is no peanut, only Zool. That house ended up, like, burning down later. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then (laughs) I'll I'll fast forward to another, another. So, Mom and Jennifer had moved to Ohio in the early 2000s, and they were renting a house. And all, the creepiest one, so they rented a house that was fully furnished. It had a baby grand piano in it. Mm-hmm. My family is not musical at all. Not one of us. So mom's upstairs and the piano starts playing itself. Oh, no. Piano, Fuck not organ. that. Piano, no. not organ. Yeah. That's awesome. And so, <laughs> and then it turned out that three people had died in that house. So, uh, uh, in a house fire. And so, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. yeah, and that's one of the few, many things that happened in that house. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what my, it is. So my sister gets nice. mad because I'll start. I'll be like, "Show yourselves," because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like taunting the demons. But yeah. my sister doesn't find it near as funny as I do. But it's whatever. <laughs> no, well, I, I admit you don't want to push it. Like it's one thing you don't really believe, but like. <laughs> Why push it? Why risk it? <laughs> oh no, I I believe that we're haunted. I just don't give a shit. Like it's gonna make for a really cool ending to this story. Am I right? Like <laughs> I, I, they're gonna make movies about how I died. Oh, that's true. Definitely. Right. Yep, The Conjuring, David the Aquarius story. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So Aquarius. Let's see. Anything else? Waffle House is better than IHOP mm, any day of the true. week. <laughs> What's your, uh, what is your favorite type of food? Steak. Waffle House? Steak, steak. all right. Steak. Nice. Now, are you quite a bit younger than us? Yes. A little. <laughs> okay. I, just, I just turned 28 this month. Oh, that's fine. That's yeah, a, mentally, she's our age, I think. Physically. I'm, mentally, I'm 45. Her. Yes. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, you're only as old as you feel, so I'm about 73. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Emery's lucky to be alive at this point. He's 31 <laughs> going on 86. <laughs> but yeah, so 
like I said, I'm the least interesting man in the world. So it's there's eh, nothing eh. to nothing to it. I don't know that. I mean, talking about Brazil, and then you've been to New York City, plan on going to Colorado. That sounds pretty exciting to me. Like, I love New York City. That's probably one of my favorite places I've been to. Ooh, I can really hype up my sales pitches. And a lot of the places that I've been to were like, like I went to Hawaii. I took my now ex-girlfriend for her birthday. <laughs> I I took another ex-girlfriend to Jamaica for her birthday. Oh, my gosh. The, bah- the Bahamas Ladies. for her birthday and Vegas Ladies. for her birthday. I know. I know. <laughs> Let me just cut a promo. If you're looking for a free vacation or someone to put you through college, I'm a fucking sucker. And so, yeah. let's go. Man, you let's called go. me a sucker. That sucks. That's so bad. I'm so sorry. That feels no, so bad. No, you're good. <laughs> oh, yes. Ladies, our listeners, our beloved listeners, let us know. <laughs> I love being a matchmaker. Let me do this. Yes. I can do it. I know, and at the end, put hashtag strong light bull. (laughs) Right. That's right. Oh, yes. This has been fun. Thank you, David, for coming to our mini gab. So now you've gotten to know David, and then you will see him on our episode coming out (laughs) on Sunday. It just makes me think, like, our episode isn't going to be about history, y'all. It's actually just going to be dating. Like one of those old VHS dating tapes. <laughs> oh yeah, this is like the dating game. Yes, exactly. That's true. So you know, follow us on social media, join Patreon, all the good shit. We'll see you next week or this week. It's this week. We'll see you this week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and done. Bye. And done. Okay. Bye. <laughs>